Hey everyone, it's Alex and welcome back to A Second Life. It has been a minute since I've been on here recording an episode, but I am so excited and eager to get back and share all the self-discoveries I've made recently and a ton of realizations. I moved out to Los Angeles about a month ago now for my second semester of junior year in college. I am doing my studies here. I am interning here. I am just living a whole new life here for the next few months. And although that sounds super exciting, I've really made a lot of, you know, just a lot of self-discovery since I've been here, which is what motivated me to get on here today, specifically to talk about the topic of taking care of the soul and recognizing when you need to take a step back and and do some self-care. And I know for some people it's obviously easy to recognize when you need a break, but for some people it's not. And it's hard, especially for those that are grieving a loss. And I noticed when I came out here, and I've noticed in the past when I have... um, traveled and explored and gone to new places and even you know vacations going back to college after a long break and now moving out here I've noticed that you know it's been over a year since I lost my dad and you know recently losing my uncle and I've made a lot of progress I built a lot of strength I've really, I've gotten my mind right. I'm healing my soul a lot. I'm taking good care of myself, taking the necessary steps to, you know, be happy, keep that happiness and and keep moving forward. But something I've noticed is that whenever I travel to a new place or start something new, I instantly feel, you know... I, w- I don't want to say in, in denial of my situations, but I've noticed that my body and mind get so excited to start these chapters and I'm so proud of the progress that I've made recently that I kind of forget what I've been through in a way and I kind of pause, bottle up and and keep everything that's been going on to the side and I really am focused on, you know, in the moment the excitement, the new beginning, just every new amazing thing that's going on. I'm focusing on that and I tend to, you know, forget. And it's okay to not, you know, think about your loss and your trauma and all of your, you know, harsh inner inner problems that you're facing. And um, it's okay to take a break from that. And it's good that you're, you know, le- allowing yourself to not worry about those things, but I've noticed that I feel okay. Like I haven't actually thought about what's been going on in a while. I haven't thought about, you know, my dad and everything that happened in a few days, few weeks since I've been here. It's a new beginning. It's so exciting and I'm feeling so good. I'm so strong and it's so weird. Wow. I haven't had like a, like a breakdown in a while. And I noticed this happened when I came here specifically And I always think like, oh my gosh, wow, like maybe I'm not going to have a huge meltdown again. Maybe I'm not going to have those moments again. And maybe I'm really, really growing in doing that. But the thing is, is as days moved on, days moved on, I developed, you know, I, I got like a routine going for myself. 
And I noticed that I was living through each and every day, you know, at the beginning thinking, wow, I'm all good. This is great. Like huge steps. I'm not going to have these moments again. I'm really moving forward. But then it started to catch up to me. And I started feeling such a heavy weight in my chest. And I've noticed, you know, this happens whenever I get really caught up and excited in something and, I, and I'm not worried or I think, you know, that part's over, like that pain's over, those experiences, it's over. I'm moving on. Um, but in reality, that's not the case. And I noticed my, my chest was getting heavy, my energy and vibration was starting to feel a little bit low and... I was getting really stressed out and I just, I felt like my, my heart and soul literally weighed like a thousand pounds and I was getting mad at myself for no reason and I was kind of letting the negative voice in my brain take over the positive one and I really didn't know what was going on. I just, I was not feeling right. And I was feeling super disconnected as the days moved on. And I began growing really, really frustrated with myself. And I was thinking, you know, why am I feeling these things? I came here. It's a new beginning. This is different from something, anything that I've really done before. This is a huge step for me, myself, my career and self-growth. I'm in a beautiful place, amazing weather, doing awesome things. Why? Why am I feeling this way? Like there's no way that I'm going to have a big meltdown again. Like there's no way that this is actually happening out here. Like time is moving on and I just didn't believe that I was going to that was going to happen again. I was like, why is this happening? I was getting really mad at myself for feeling this way, which is in the past, you know, I, I'm able to, you know, recognize that and I understand it. It's okay. I stand by when you don't feel good, when you feel dark, when you don't feel right, you cry, you let it out, you take the necessary steps, whatever they are to make yourself feel better. But I was really struggling with the idea of needing help. And still feeling this way out here. And after days and days of just not feeling right and feeling sad and and confused and not really being able to pinpoint exactly what I'm feeling and what is this darkness, like what is this weight, I I realized, you know, I came to the conclusion like I, I just got to take a second because I'm noticing all the signs of just a buildup and I'm someone who is an empath and I take on other people's energies very easily. And being in a place I'm unfamiliar with, I don't always feel good energy from at people I don't know around me. So I, I can because I'm, you know, I'm super aware, you know, spiritually, my intuition, everything. But being so vulnerable and confused, I, I feel a lot of stress energy and, and chaos and, and pressure and so many just different types of people with different stories. I just, I felt so many things and I was just taking on so much and keeping it inside rather than releasing it and taking the steps I normally do when I need to just release and after 
taking a few days off and trying to just, you know, listen to myself. What is going on? Let's figure this out. I realized that although I'm here doing an amazing thing and, you know, taking a step forward closer to, you know, my future. And I realized that no matter where you go or however much time it's been since I've lost my dad, since, you know, you have experienced your trauma, your loss, whatever it is that has left this mark on you, grief, it follows you everywhere. Wherever you go, your your past, everything, you know, what hurt your heart and your soul, it's it's it follows you. Like grief catches up with you and that's what was happening to me. I was suppressing, I didn't really know what was going on. It was a new place, I'm getting used to it. But just because I'm in a new place doesn't mean that I just don't experience the full pain anymore that I, you know, don't miss my dad as much. And I also realized, you know, I haven't seen my dad in a long time. I like, I sat and I was thinking about it while I was trying to, you know, listen to myself and figure out exactly what, what was, what was I feeling? I've always looked at it like I really miss my dad. Like I can't believe what happened. And, you know, it's hard living without him, but I've never looked at it in the way of like, I haven't seen my dad in a long time. Like it's, it's been a long time. And I know those two things saying I miss him and I haven't seen him in a while. It sounds the same, but at the same time, it's not. I've made the realization that he, it's, it's really, it is going to be forever until it's my time until I see him again. And he's with me spiritually, guiding me, doing everything he can to make himself present while, you know, being a spirit, he can do so much, but it was really challenging for me to realize like, okay, grief, this battle, you know, everything that's happened, the loss, my dad not being here, like, like this, like this really is forever. Like we've taken it day by day, even hour by hour, I say, but it really is forever. And I took that moment of realization and I was just, I told myself like, okay, like, you know this now, you've been made truly aware. I've You've always known, but there's, I didn't really, really know. And I didn't give myself that chance to, you know, make that realization because I've always been in the same place doing really the same things. But now that I'm moving forward in life, I realized, okay, like this really is forever. And, you know, grief, it follows you. And, you know, you you grow around it, you grow with it, but it's always going to be still there. And it's just important to recognize that and know that, you know, it's going to go with you. You just need to be comfortable with that idea. And I know it's saying be comfortable. It's, you know, but... You need to know that that's the case. And although it's been a while, your, your loss, your trauma, it's still a thing. But 
that doesn't mean, you know, there's no progressing. And, you know, you, you, you're you still able to move forward, but you just need, it's important to know that you have this and you need to just, you need to take care of it. This isn't like putting you down like, hey, reminder, it's with you wherever you go. Well, yes, we know that, you know, you can't just erase things. That's not, that's not the point. It's realizing this, this is a part of you, like this is going to be with you forever, but knowing, okay, I'm taking this step forward. You need to know what exact steps to take to help yourself when you get this build up when you feel you know all these emotions everything is caught up to you what do you do to move forward and reset and recharge and not bring yourself down and thinking oh my god am i is this a setback like i've made it out here like am i seriously like not moving forward like am i am i losing myself and that's just a part of, you know, anxiety and intrusive thoughts and, and having that and, you know, wanting to move forward and, and be set free of this and not have it, but you're going to have it and that's okay. You just need to know exactly what to do to remind yourself who you are and the progress that you've made. And I kind of want to get on here and I wanted to share what I did and what I continuously do to recharge and to take care of my soul and to help myself heal and move forward and get past that moment of doubt. And I have a couple steps, a couple different things I do that I think people might already do, but things people may find super helpful if they haven't already tried these things. Fully aware that you know, some people really may not be into some of these things, but you know, whatever it is you do, you do it. So first and foremost, I mean, the most important thing, which people sometimes can find really uncomfortable is putting your words out into the universe and getting it off your chest and basically just crying it out, cry it out, talk about it, spew it. You don't necessarily need advice from people. And I know people tend to not like to even share things with other people and talk about their feelings, but you can find other ways if you don't, if you really, really do not want to talk to other people, which obviously I suggest, you know, find a friend, call a friend, even send a voice message sit down with someone and just asking them to hear you. And I know for some people that's just it. That's just not not in the cards for them. But even just writing in your notes to yourself, writing it down on paper, journaling. I started journaling recently when you just don't want to talk to people, you just need to find a way of getting your thoughts out of you and into the universe and just away from your uh, your soul and your mind. Write it down, talk to someone, anything at all, do it. You gotta just cry and let your emotions run and just cry about every single little thing, even just talk about every little inconvenience that has happened to you. Every little stupid thing that has made you stressed out. Talk about everything that has bothered you. Get it out of you. That's the first thing. Because keeping things in, one thing 
I've noticed, and it might not be for everybody, but one thing I've noticed for me when I'm going through things and I have so many of these thoughts and stressors, you know, in my mind, just in my body, and I keep them inside and I go out, you know, in public, I see people and, you know, people don't really know what's going on and I've kept everything to myself and I'm surrounded by a bunch of people at least looking like they're happy and have no worries. In seeing that while feeling the way I do makes it even worse. And for some people, you know, you don't need to always be around people that know every single thing about what you're going through because sometimes it can be refreshing. But when you're in a time, you know, when you're feeling very low, when you're, you know, in that specific time, being around those who don't recognize what you're going through makes you feel worse and makes you angry and stressed out and more agitated. And for me, that's absolutely the case. I'm just like, how dare you be happy (laughs) when I'm feeling this way? And, And to prevent that from going on, getting your thoughts out, even a, even to someone near you, in your group, in your social circle, someone around you, getting your thoughts out to them. That's how I, I just, it's the most successful for me to feel better and to move forward is knowing, you know, this person's got me or these people, you name it. Keeping those loved ones around you in the, or if that's too much for you, just getting your thoughts out. And... Moving on, also therapy. And some people really may be against therapy. I was for a little bit. I think, you know, I can solve my own problems. I can do this myself. I'm super independent. But therapy is huge and no one should ever feel ashamed to get help or to, you know, share their feelings with someone. You should never feel guilty or bad or like a failure or weak, you're actually stronger if you do these things and release because you're aware that you've got things that aren't good for you inside and you got to get them out. And therapy is just, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. It's a wonderful way to, you know, your healing journey. And even if you're aware of when these buildups tend to happen and when you tend to not feel good and when you get overwhelmed and stressed out, setting those appointments up, you know, according to when you notice you don't feel good, you know, therapy is huge. And, you know, I highly, highly recommend that. And when I notice that I don't feel, you know, the best when these things are going on and I've, I've cried, I've gotten it out, I've done the whole talking and and release Part. I've gotten through that stage of, you know, my low feeling. I'm someone who's very, you know, obviously spiritual. I've grown into spirituality a lot more. I've developed more. And I believe in sage cleansing and crystal cleansing. And my space around me, whenever I feel this way always tends to, you know, kind of latch on and feel dark with me. And I always like to go and get some sage, which is just a very, it's it's a known cleanser. It can cleanse, you know, living spaces, buildings, people, objects, you name it. 
I sage myself. I sage my entire living space, places around me, rooms, every corner, saying to rid all negative and unwanted energy, only good energy, only good spirits, everything only that will benefit me and move me towards my highest good, that's all that's allowed in my space. And that's also like a point of release as well, is asking for only good things and and recognizing that you want all the bad things to go away and verbalizing it out loud, even if it's just by yourself. Doing that absolutely helps me so much. I know it helps other people as well. And I recommend those if you haven't tried that. Sage, light it, blow it out, let the smoke move around, get every corner. And that's what I do. And it's, you feel a lighter presence as time moves on in the day. You feel it. You feel the negativity leaving. And although I'm not super educated on crystals, I do know that there's hundreds of them. Each thing, for those who believe or don't, but they each represent a form of healing and they bring different types of energies towards specific situations for you. Certain crystals help healing through grief. Certain crystals help attract love certain crystals help attract abundance success you name it anything safety confidence grounding so many of these crystals are known to do these things for people and keeping those near you participating you know in in crystal meditation keeping those near you Even for those, some people believe it's just a mind game, but even if that's the case, whatever it is you believe, as long as those things make you feel a little bit better and like you're taken care of a little bit more, educate yourself on it, find ones that you like that feel good and keep them near you and cleanse them and keep them near you and you're going to feel better. You feel lighter, you feel more taken care of, it's another step. And then moving on to something that I didn't always think about, but more recently I've done it. And actually, as I've learned more about it, I realized that I've actually been doing it in just a different form more recently. And it's meditating, you know, meditation. And I used to think, you know, meditation is a whole guided thing a big deal, quiet space, just a lot. But in reality, it's not. And there's more different ways to meditate. And it's all you and within you and your heart and your soul and your mind. And some meditation can be in a in-person, a guided meditation. Some can be, you know, watching videos, helping you visualize certain things to not worry about your current issues and your current stress and pain and really be one with yourself. And when I just mentioned that I was doing a form of meditation without realizing is in my moments of stress and grief and heavy grief, when I'm missing my dad, missing my grandma, my uncle, my loved ones, lighting a candle or sitting in a quiet space, but for me, I really enjoy candles. I light a candle, I close my eyes when I'm in my own space, 
And either in my mind or verbally, I talk to my loved one. I just tell them in that moment what's going on and everything I want them to know. Everything, everything I want them to know. Although although they know what's going on. Telling them specifically the way you would if you got them on the phone. Just talking to them. Talking to your loved one, everything. That's That's huge. That helps so much, especially in a moment of, you know, really being, you know, with your grief. And it's it's very present and you're really missing them. I highly, I highly recommend that. Just talking to them. And at first it feels super uncomfortable and really low and really sad and just vulnerable. But you realize how quickly you get into it and you and it flows as if you're actually talking to them and you're in the zone. And that is a form of meditation and that's what I do and that really, really, really helps. It really does. There's a lot of healing that comes with that. And something also really amazing, a place that I've actually found um, doing this and meditating and just being alone and one with my thoughts is I've recently discovered salt caves. Now, salt caves are known for different things. People go to these salt caves for, you know, helping the respiratory problems because the entire room, basically, how it works is that there's ceiling, walls, ground. Every single part of that room is made of salt. And it really helps, you know, people's breathing and their problems, which is huge because, well, I have those as well. But, um... It's a room that's such a peaceful, fresh, quiet place. And it's really helpful for healing, you know, energy spiritually. And the places that I've been to at least are, are inexpensive, which is, which is great for those, you know, who you want these experiences, but, you know, can't afford those super extravagant, you know, cleansing sessions or mediums and you just want to have a a moment alone in a very calming spiritual healing place salt cave is huge and I like to go in there myself you can go with other people but I go myself I lay on the ground no technology nothing and I just let my thoughts I just let my memories, I let my mind access the things I haven't been letting it in order to just heal and move past those. I lay and I just let myself be with my my grief and my trauma and my pain and how much I miss my dad and my, and my family that have passed on, how much I miss what my life was before. And I let these amazing memories of my childhood play out. I let everything, everything play out through my mind and in my heart. And I just let myself feel everything. And then I allow myself to, you know, recognize like, it's okay. It's okay to access those things. You know, it's not making yourself feel worse. It's just opening up and letting all the emotions and everything of your past, you know, happen and, you know, you digest them and allow yourself to experience them again and then you move forward. And I can't really, 
I'm able to describe a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts. I can describe a lot of things and I have words for many things, but the feeling after letting that happen and leaving the salt cave and allowing myself to experience and live through these things and replay things and feel them, it's an indescribable feeling. It's just power. It's powerful. And I really encourage those who just, you know, can, you know, tend to, you know, not be alone in their living space or have trouble finding alone time or feeling comfortable and confident enough to relax and take a moment to reflect, meditate, cry, take care of yourself in your, you know, common space. That's a place I highly recommend going if you want a sense of, you know, spirituality and healing but that necessary release out is is huge and the little things honestly you know I talk about meditating and doing all these things and I know for some people it's really challenging for some people it's easy but for some people it's not there are days when you can barely even move in times where you do recognize, you know, I need some help, but I just I just don't have the strength to get up and, and act on it. I don't have the strength to, to do these things. I don't really know really how to move forward. Eventually, I want to get there and maybe go to a therapist. Eventually, I want to sit people down. Eventually, I want to go try a salt cave or a cleansing energy session. You name it. For some people, it's challenging. But the littlest of things you do in your day are, can be victories. Getting up and just making your bed. If you're someone that hasn't gotten up and made your bed in a few days or weeks, get up and make your bed. The little things, they count. It's just doing something different to help yourself grow stronger or or benefit and just not stay in the same place. Changing the smallest of things, even just taking another shower, you name it. The smallest of things will help you move forward and get through the darkness and funk you're experiencing. Making your bed is a victory. Getting up and going outside is a victory. Having more food, eating better, whatever it is, going for a walk, anything it is, even making an extra phone call to another friend or loved one or sending a text, the littlest things count. As long as it's different, you're you're moving forward. You're moving forward. Just a reminder, no matter what's gone on and what you've experienced, it's going to be with you. And you don't let it, you don't need to let it take over you and and destroy you and hurt you. You know, as each day moves on, healing comes. You know, with time comes healing. I always say that. Whether you believe it or not, you're getting better each day. Is If you allow yourself, you will get better. And although... You've been going through whatever it is for as long as you have. You've been grieving. 
for as long as you've had, no matter if it's been a month, a year, five years, 10 years, it's never going to leave you. You know, you're, you're, the pain in what happened, it's never going to go away. You're only going to get better with it. And no matter how long it's been, if it catches up to you, you're not moving backward. You're not taking a step back. It's recognizing, okay, I need to take care of myself. Grieving never ends. I need, I'm, I'm, I need to take a second. Take the necessary steps to help yourself, no matter how old you are, no matter how it's been. Take the necessary steps to help yourself cleanse, reset, and recharge. Remember not to pick on yourself about it. Don't make yourself feel bad because that just makes it worse. Just own, own your pain for a second and just take care of your soul.